You're listening to First City Forum, 97.5 FM. Hello, 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 and welcome to the First City Forum. I'm your host, Joe Williams, and today's show is brought to you by Providence Properties in Southeast Alaska Orthopedics. Today in studio, I have our friends from the Forest Service, Paul and Mason. How's it going, Paul? Going great, man. Happy to be back. Thanks for having us. And how's your day going, Mason? It's going pretty good. Perfect. So we're here to talk about a few different things, so I'll just kind of let you guys take the floor here. Yeah, absolutely. I'm just going to introduce a couple of things that are happening across the Tongass for, for you guys to know about, and then I'll introduce Mason, who's going to talk about some, some great programming going on here in Ketchikan at the Southeast Alaska Discovery Center. So let's start in Juneau. Everybody's planning their big summer plans, looking to get out in the sun, looking to just get out and have some fun after being uh, locked up all winter. So in Juneau, if you're going to be visiting Juneau, they're about to start the shelter reservation season, which means you have to start reserving and paying fees for some of the popular shelters. We're talking about Raven Shelter at the Auk Village Recreation Area and Skater's Cabin on the west side of Mendenhall Lake. Now, each one of those is $10 an hour with a two-hour minimum, and you can also rent them for 10 hours for $100. And they've got Uh, time limits on them hours you have to rent them within and those are going to be on the website that i'm going to share share here shortly or the information i'll share shortly Uh, the king salmon shelter at lena beach it's one of our new ones and one of our greatest shelters it will continue having no fees through the season but later on in the in the fall we're gonna have some fees very nice very nice that sounds really fun uh one of my favorite memories at being living in alaska for the short time i have was a time i got to spend uh, a night in the cabin and uh grindle Grindle. Grindle. Okay. I believe it was Grindle. Yes. Very fun. Went out uh, fishing. My first time seeing sea lions on that, on the rock. It was like a whole rock covered in sea lions. Smelled horrific. Yeah, I imagine. But I, lo- I love seeing all the wildlife around here. And, it's and beautiful. Anywhere you turn, you're going to see it. And that's one of the great things about being out here on the Tongass and any of our communities. And the shelters have similar views like that. I haven't stayed in a cabin yet, but I really need to. I need to get my family out there. Cabin reservations are all year round. There's no season for that. So if oh you want a cabin, get out and grab one. They're all reservable right now. Nice, nice. Okay, so you're just talking about these shelters here, like just for like picnics and... and Yep, so these shelters are like three-sided structures with picnic tables underneath them for typically for day use. People have picnics, birthday parties, things like that, uh, events out at these beautiful recreation areas, but they're not overnight stay facilities. Gotcha, gotcha. Very nice. So, yeah, so uh, if if you're interested in that, that's that information there. And uh, yeah, we have a lot more to talk about here. So let me give them the phone number first. If you if you want these shelters, you've got to contact Juno Ranger District, and that's at 907-586-8880. And you can talk to them about all the different shelters that are available and reserve yours. And you can't reserve them yet, though. The reserve reserving starts in May. We're just trying to get out ahead of it for you so you know when you're ready to go. Perfect. And is, and is there a, a website with that information? You, you could go to the Tongass website to get all the reserve reservable information however reading that website on on the air is just long and, and unwieldy so <laughs> i suggest you go to at tongas nf on facebook that's our facebook page and from there you can link to our actual web page and you'll be able to find that information perfect now the other thing i want to introduce before i kick it over to mason he talks about all the great programs we have here locally is something interesting happening in sitka there's an artesian well there located in inside stargavin recreation area and uh that artesian well is going to be closed on April 26 for a while as we investigate what's causing low water flow rates out of it. We're going to send a camera down the well pipe and then do a test to ensure the safety of the water 
and then we'll open it back up. We're hoping to have the results back around April 29th, so it'll be a, a short time that it's closed. Just want to let people know we're doing that, though. And I don't know if you know this, Joe, but I, I had to look it up. I wasn't exactly sure what an artesian well was, and yes. I learned something today, and it was very interesting. An artesian well is when water flows under natural pressure without pumping. So mm -hmm. the water's coming up from underground above the surface, and we're not doing anything to cause it. It's just the natural way of things. And there happens to be one in Sitka that we're looking into. Yeah, I think I knew that back in middle school. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then I forgot it somewhere around there. Uh, yeah, yeah, let's, uh, let's continue on. Let's, uh, we have a lot more to talk about. So the other thing I'll mention before I kick it over to Mason is the Mendenhall Glacier Visitor Center has something exciting coming up for the youth in, youth in that area. They have a three-part virtual field trip, and that's in celebration of Sea Week in April and in May. So if you want to learn more about that, just email sm.fs.mgvcicefieldtrips at usda.gov. I'm going to say that one more time because yeah, that's yeah. a ridiculously long email. <laughs> it's a mouthful. <laughs> so that is s m.fs.mgvcicefieldtrips at usda.gov or if you want to keep it simple just call 907-789-0097 and we'll be happy to give you the information there we go also oh and, and would there be a maybe a uh, keyword they can google to uh get that number or information well they actually have a rather easy website i can give you too which Perfect. is mendenhallglacier.net if you there go we to, go they they decided to keep it simple because so many people want information on the mendenhall we actually authorized them to create their own separate site that was easy to go to so people could gather that info because I say about half the people who look up the Tongass are looking up that glacier. So Perfect. You know, I do have a question about the Mendenhall Glacier. I've never been there, mm -hmm. but I hear it's disappearing. Is that like, is that a real thing? Is that a real concern that the Forest Service is having? Like, when do, do you guys expect it to be gone? Like, I, I need to know something about it. That glacier used to come up almost to the, the front of the visitor center, and now you've got to walk uh, almost a half mile to get to it. Oh, so, wow. Yes, for years, for decades now, that glacier has been receding, and we're actually going through a planning process to move or create another visitor center closer to the glacier so that we can extend people's ability to come visit it. So that is definitely a real problem that's happening. Wow. Now, how fast is that happening Like each year for uh, just an estimate? Oh, are, and, and are some years worse than others? I don't remember the stats on that. We usually defer to the University of Anchorage specialists. They, they give us a lot of our glacial data. Got it. And uh, one of our one of our reps there, if you called him and asked him, or I could have him on for you later to, yeah. to talk about it. But I don't know that uh, the the rate of it anyway. Yeah, I'd be really interested in speaking to him on that because that that is a, a very interesting topic to me. Yes, and very important to people in Juneau and throughout Southeast Alaska. That is an important draw for tourism. So we want to make sure that it remains available. We got that. We got that. All right. I'll let you continue on. So now I am just going to in introduce Mason. Ba Mason Boomgarden joined us through the Vets Work Program, and it's it's a program that's designed to to bring veterans in into our organization and not only provide us with uh, great people who can assist with our mission, but also provide them with training and, and specific skill sets that they're interested in. So Mason right now is working over at the Southeast Alaska Discovery Center. We have him around till December, and we wanted to introduce him, and he's going to introduce you to the programming we have at the Discovery Center for the next couple months. How's it going, Mason? Hi, it's going really well. Uh, so over in the uh, Discovery Center all throughout April, uh, where it's going to be the Alaska Hummingbird Festival here again. 
Uh, every Friday and Saturday, starting April 9th, uh, we'll be doing conservation education programs uh, for two sessions each day, uh, one in the morning, one in the afternoon. Uh, with each one of those, uh, every Friday night, there's going to be a Friday night uh, insight, as we have been doing uh, these for a while now, every Friday night at uh, 6 p.m. That's going to be live on Facebook. Those uh, conservation education, Mason, are, are those the ones that have both uh, like the lecture and programming and then also some kind of project they do along with it uh, that they can pick up with to-go kits? Yes. So uh, those are going to be, uh, just as you said, uh, and for most of the, the art pro, we'll have an art activity and then a more science or lab-based activity. Uh, in most of them, you're either going to be uh, helping create something or... Uh, being able to take home uh, a little snippet of uh, of your progress. Now, is there an, an age range? Like, an, uh, so uh, is this an activity for kids? Is this something that uh, that we're encouraging, uh, like, kind of everyone to kind of come out and, and enjoy? What are some of the uh, of the finer details on that, as far as the uh, the uh, target audience for this event? Yeah, the target audience would more or less be um, elementary age age range. We've been doing. Uh, pre-K to about fourth or fifth grade, uh, sixth grade range is what we've been doing historically. Uh, and these are what these programs are uh, are geared towards. But they are open to everybody uh, to come and join. Very nice, very nice. And just so that I'm clear, because I'm not sure if I even know what's going on, right? Uh, let's see. Uh, are, are these field trips? Are we uh, are we encouraging uh, families to kind of go out and take their children to see these, uh, to, uh, to participate in this activity? Yes. So the most all of them, except for uh, one day, is going to be there. Everything is going to be out at Ward Lake. Uh, so we encourage uh, fam families, entire families, to come out uh, and spend the day with their kids in the activities as well, uh, learning and participating. And that brings me to another point. All throughout April, uh, Agents of Discovery is an uh, a gaming app that you can download, and it's uh, we've been pairing with them to bring learning in a new and a new and exciting way. Uh, so there will be a mission out at Ward Lake all month long uh, that you can download at any time uh, starting April 1st uh, and then you can go out to Ward Lake. Uh, it is a place-based one so you would have to go out and walk around the lake uh, and every some or so feet uh, then a question would pop up on your phone uh -huh. if you have the app open. Like Important note on this one is download the app before you get to Ward Lake. It is difficult to download anything with the reception out there. Mm -hmm. But once you have the app, using it is fine. You don't need much reception. You can just walk around. It's location-based. And then you can uh, – and it's pretty great. It's it's to allow children who already are, are, are pretty wound into whatever handheld device they oh, yeah. love. The kids well, know now there's it. a game on their handheld device that will teach them about conservation education in a fun way as they walk around beautiful Ward Lake. So, so is it sort of like a guided tour, or are they working towards an ultimate goal? Like, is it sort of a game? What, tell us a little bit more about that aspect of this, uh, because it sounds like a lot of fun. Right. It is uh, more of just a game. It's uh, Every question is uh, it's going to be geared more towards uh, birds or owls. Uh, it's going to be Woodsy Owl will be your, your agent on the mission, and then he's going to be bringing you along the lake. Uh, so it's kind of like a tour, but also asking questions along the way. 
Yeah, so follow Woods the Owl. Uh, Woodsy the Owl. Woodsy the Woodsy Owl. Owl. There we go. Around Ward Lake as he teaches you about what uh, what's going on and uh, around beautiful Ward Lake and, and the uh, and the and the, and the Tongas there. Uh, lots of fun. Uh, I'll let you continue on. Yeah. Um, one other thing that we will also be having going on for our uh, one of our Earth Day celebrations is we'll have a Woodsy Owl poster and coloring exhibit. Uh, so. Starting April 5th uh, through the 8th, you can drop off uh, these coloring booklets or coloring sheets that are available on our website. Uh, and then they will be displayed uh, at Ward Lake on Earth Day, April 22nd from 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. Uh, when, we've been out, when we'll be out there normally. And is that the date that they can also see Woodsy? When's, when's Woodsy scheduled to be out there? Woodsy is actually coming. Yeah, we're going to visit from Woodsy out to Ward Lake at one of our events. Oh, oh, this is exciting. Yeah, so not just virtual Woodsy. You can see in-person Woodsy at at least one of our events out there. I may have jumped the gun. We may not have actually scheduled him in yet, but I do know that one of our one of our events will have a live Woodsy out. Yeah, at some point, sure Woodsy is going to make a cameo be, experience, a, yeah. a cameo appearance. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it'll be uh, my words are jumbled today. Probably Earth Day or uh, the April 24th, the, the Saturday after that, uh, is what I'm pretty sure we've decided on. And when is Earth Day? Just for my curiosity. April 22nd is April, Earth Day. April 22nd. Well. So we can look for Woodsy the Owl somewhere around April 22nd. Correct. Yes. There we go. Um, was there anything else we had to highlight on today? Well, where where can they go to get all of this information? Where where are we storing all of this so they can go look it up? Uh, this will all be on the uh, the Tongas webpage. Uh, you said uh, you can link it. You can find it on Facebook easier. It's not going to be on that. Same and that's page. Tongas NF at Tongas NF on Facebook, and uh, and we're going to be posting all of these these flyers and information over the next couple of weeks, quite a bit. So it's not going to be hard to find. Perfect. And our and if I were to Google Woodsy the Owl, would this information pop up? Uh, doubtful. You're going to pop up a ton of information, especially in a month uh, that that has Earth Day. Almost every national park and forest and organization uh-huh. is going to be using Woodsy. So Woodsy uh, is the is the main mascot for all of the different yeah uh, for forests. conservation, education, and recycling. Woodsy Woodsy's not a forest service icon. Woodsy is a multi service icon uh-huh. that everybody uses for that purpose. Just like Smokey Bear, people don't realize Smokey Bear is a multi service icon. If you want to talk about wildfire prevention, you use Smokey. Whether you're the Park Service, Forest Service, DNR, anybody. Oh, so. Yeah. So if you're going to Google it, I would Google uh, Ward Lake, or I, I'd Google the Alaska Hummingbird Festival or the Southeast Alaska Discovery Center, and that'll point you more towards uh, the information you want on this. Perfect, perfect. And Woodsy does actually turn, Woodsy Owl turns 50 this year. Mm. Happy birthday to Woodsy the Owl. That's right. a big milestone. Uh, saving the forests for half a century. Amazing. Yeah. All right, guys, we have the uh, the Forest Service in here on the First City Forum today. Uh, was there anything else we had to highlight? We have a Paul and Mason here. I think the only other thing to add, Mason, is if you want to mention uh, a little more about what the Vets Work program is and, and what yeah. you're here to do. Right. Uh, so I am here on a, a Vets Work internship. Uh, it's uh, Mount Adams Institute is its full name. Uh, but their mission is to connect people with the natural world through education, service learning, career development, and research. Uh, and I'll be doing that by uh, by working with the staff at the visitor center to help them outreach uh, with the community. 
Very nice. So I I just want to uh, to retouch on the the key dates here for the events that we have going on for the Hummingbird Festival and for the Earth Day celebration with Woodsy the Owl, the Owl, the iconic. Um, so uh, let's, let's let's just touch on some of those really quickly. I'll just have you run down the important dates and what and what's going on on those specific dates. Yeah. Uh, so it's starting uh, Friday, April 9th. Uh, something's going to be going on every Friday and Saturday throughout the entire month, on, uh, the rest of the month. And that's around Ward Lake? Yes, Ward Lake. Uh, Saturday, April 10th um, is going to be focusing, is going to be just the different locations. going to be at Rotary Beach because we're going to be having some professional birders come out. Uh, and then you'll still be have access to the lab to go and art to go packets as we'll bring those out and you can take those home with you. We just won't be performing those classes on that day uh, as we'll be focusing more on birding. And it's important to note that out at the Ward Lake, I don't know if we specified it yet, but for these events, you're going to be looking for a couple of pop-up tents right there in the main day use area of Ward Lake. So don't go wandering around campgrounds looking for us. We're going to be in the big day use area. It, you're going to have big Forest Service tents set up, so you're going to be able to find us there. And I wanted to point out, uh, when we're talking about Smokey or Woodsy, because people make this mistake a lot, especially because they messed up the Smokey song. Uh, that's a funny story about that one. But it's actually Smokey Bear and Woodsy Owl, and not Smokey the Bear or Woodsy the Owl. That's actually their name, is oh. Smokey Bear and Woodsy Owl. And everybody says Smokey the Bear, because if you listen to the song, it says Smokey the Bear. But the musician just decided that in order to keep the beat of his song, that he needed that extra the in there. So he put Lazy. it in there. <laughs> but the actual terms are Smokey Bear and Woodsy Owl. That's awesome. Okay, Smokey Bear and Woodsy Owl. Uh for service every uh, Friday and Saturday throughout the entire month of April. Come out with your families and have a great experience. There's a virtual to, uh, to a, vir a virtual educational tour. There we go uh, with Woodsy the Owl, uh, just to teach your kids how to conserve and how to appreciate what we have here uh, in Alaska in the national forest. Here, it's a beautiful time. Uh, and now, for these, are there specific times uh, that the parents should be looking for? Yes. So we have uh, two sessions that are okay. going to be uh, every day. Uh, so not every day, but every time we're out there, every Friday and Saturday. Uh, the morning session is going to be from 10 a.m. to noon. And then the afternoon session is going to be 1 p.m. to 3 p.m. Perfect. Well... If there's nothing else, uh, I want to thank you guys for coming out today. Uh, this has been a great time with the Forest Service. Thank you all for tuning in to the First City Forum, brought to you by uh, Providence Properties in Southeast Alaska Orthopedics. It's a rainy day out in Ketchikan, but every day in Ketchikan is a beautiful day. Have a good one, guys.